A grade C is just average. A grade B, better. But an A? An A is excellent. And an A is what Thibodeau Regional earned for patient safety from the LeapFrog Group, a leading healthcare quality and safety organization. This A in patient safety is yet another confirmation of Thibodeau Regional's commitment to providing patients with the highest quality, safest care. Hey, this is Bomani Jones. What's your favorite podcast? Let me tell you why that'll be number two after you listen to mine. Three times a week, I'm going to challenge you to keep up with me as I discuss topics from the latest in technology and music and people getting dunked on. Also, you'll get the very best analysis of the games and we watch them with encyclopedic level historical connection. Plus, we have got a community of guests that you'll feel like are your closest friends in no time. Listen and subscribe to The Right Time with Bomani Jones Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Other banks go out of their way to make redeeming credit card rewards needlessly complicated, like how they require minimums or force you to use your rewards before reaching some arbitrary expiration date. But Discover isn't like that. With Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. So you'll never have to jump through hoops. Unless you're like a trapezist, then by all means, go right ahead. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. I cringe when you said three-time league MVP and Mike Trout. I was like, huh? I associate MVPs with championships. I don't understand that baseball's way of doing things. You can be a league MVP consistently and just never win anything. I'm not going to spend my money to see Mike Trout. I'm going to spend my money to see Otani. GJ and Max, mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, John. Welcome back. It is hour number two, the Sports Hangover at GCAT underscore one seven. A way to tweet at me. If you want to tweet the graduates, I, I think we can still tweet you after you leave us, huh? At JD Cleaver, yeah, can we still do absolutely. that? Absolutely. We can? Well, yeah, like I said, I'm going to try to, you know, do as much as I can uh-huh. with you guys. Yeah. Even if it's during a weekend. I mean, are you being honest or are you just like never going to return our phone call anymore? No, I'm, I'm not going to leave you on red. What I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to be that chick. Okay. You're not going to ghost. Is that what it's called now? The yeah. young ones? Is that what it is called? Ghosting? I'm not, I'm not ghosting y'all. Okay. I'll well, never ghost y'all. Well, thank you. Appreciate that. Um, open phone lines this hour, and I kind of just want to go over a couple of storylines and get your opinion on different aspects of things here. In hour two, we may or may not hear from Ralph Marlborough. I don't know. He just gave me the, the, the light thing on a text. I'm like, well, the light talk- thing. Yeah, like, you know, like the, he liked my text. I was like, I I have the two o'clock hour and the one o'clock hour open, and that's all I got. He says it's a busy day. Anyway, <laughs> in case you're wondering why I'm having most of our Tuesday on Wednesday guest on Tuesday, Sean Fox at two fifteen. Tomorrow we will be in Lake Charles as a station with the Southland Conference Media Days. Jeff and Jerry will be anchoring coverage there. I'll be in the Larose studio. So, coaches, players from the Southland Conference. Primarily the show tomorrow, so I figured we'd grab our Wednesday guest today. So that's why I kind of we're, we're touching on it with uh, Scott Prather. We let things off with Tim Grubbs, talked some Major League Baseball, things of that nature. But I want to ask this question to you guys out there and ladies listening, because I do think it's changed. And I sit there and I, I kind of, uh, I don't get it. I mean, I get it and I don't. Notre Dame's independence. Right, Jordan? Notre Dame's independence. I mean, I get it. I love the movie Rudy. I understand that was the university. But legitimately, the growth of different conferences is based off of whether or not they stay independent, whatever. What am I talking about? Why am I blabbering? Well, because I think if they do choose the Big Ten, 
Then the SEC will counter that and will try to bring in some more teams into the SEC, et cetera, et cetera. Everyone would love to have Notre Dame in the conference. They like staying independent because they can collect all the money and not have to share it with anybody. There's a story today, and it's why I'm asking you, Jordan. CBSSports.com. Notre Dame would like to remain independent if it can earn at least $75 million annually in media rights revenue from their current broadcast partner, NBC. So they want $75 million annually for them okay. to remain. Now, the Fighting Irish's deal with the network expires in 2025. That is when, you know, you know, Texas and Oklahoma are coming in. Um, USC, UCLA a year before that into the Big Ten. And if you remember the story last week, Jordan, USC flat out said, we make 30-ish from our TV deal here in the Pac-12 with the new expected announced Fox broadcast deal with the Big Ten coming this month, likely. They're expecting 100 to 110 per school media rights deal. So that's what I'm not understanding here. A, if they join the Big Ten, that contract could even be larger, and Notre Dame would get what they're looking for to remain independent. But I'm just going to the, the crux of this situation here. Do you still find Notre Dame relevant? And what I mean by that is this. like, I'm asking, when was legitimately the last time you said to yourself, Hold up. I got to watch this game. And it involved Notre Dame primarily. Like a Notre Dame player. A Notre Dame game. Like if there's something going on, sure, I'll watch Notre Dame USC. But back in my dad's time, people probably knew Notre Dame's schedule right now. Like if I asked you, Jordan, who does Notre Dame kick off the season with? Do you know? No. Do you care? No. When's the last time you watched a Notre Dame football game from kickoff to the final score? Um, have you ever? Probably, probably Rudy. Okay, a fake game, <laughs> exactly. And, and, <laughs> well, and, and, and I'm not ripping Notre Dame fans out there, or whatever. But, but my good friend Steve Winstein, he, he's in Dallas now. Like we used to have these arguments all the time with Brother Martin, like. Notre Dame is this. I'm like, Steve, no one, I, I, this was in high school when I was in high school. He was just about Notre Dame, Notre Dame, Notre Dame. And I get it. The, the reason they grew to popularity, they were really one of the only schools that had a national broadcast. It was radio. So people could hear Notre Dame football all across the country and stuff. But that was like when you entertained yourself listening to radio. Like I'm not, ripping them i'm just i'm sitting here going what is this relevance that i hear about them why are the the number one draw my my friend copied and pasted an article and i'm like what is this a political poll you know the, the ones they come out when when they they want whatever candidate to sound better than they actually are you know what i'm saying like you can look at numbers a certain way like who are they relevant to my, my dad and his friends who's 60 70 years old like they can tell you Every member of the Notre Dame football team back then, right? I mean, they, 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 they were the majestic football players of yesteryear. I, I'm telling you right now, could you name me the last three quarterbacks at Notre Dame? We have one. And you, you see where he's at. I mean, just, I'm just saying, like, I'm just being, I'm not being ugly. I just, I, I want to know this relevancy that they think they can, on their own, like I'm NBC, where am I making that money from? And along those lines, I'm thinking that I open up the story and I'm like, wow, they want that. And I literally said out loud, Jordan, I said, how is NBC making that back? Because I don't know anybody, honestly, that will sit there and say, I have got to watch Notre Dame football tonight. Well, second column, second column, um, for NBC to feel comfortable raising Notre Dame's valuation to such a level, it is seeking, quote, shoulder programming, close quote. In this case, games played before 
or after Notre Dame games from a Power 5 conference to enhance its college football coverage. That's, I mean, think about that. Think about that. What it just said is for NBC to be like, fine, we'll pay you $75 million, but we're going to have to put on, like, Ohio State, Michigan. Yeah, we're gonna we have need to, other teams. Yeah, we, we got other games yeah, I mean, to we, actually make you relevant. Right. I mean, at least give us Bama Vandy. Like, we, we're going to have to find some other game before or after that people actually want to watch. I That's literally what that report just said. My second point to why I think this is bologna sandwiches. Who's the current head coach of the LSU Tigers? Jordan? Yeah, Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly. If they were the pinnacle of college football, the number one draw, would he have left? Would he have left? Oh. Jack, I, I mean, see- again, SEC. I mean, to your point, SEC, it's it's, uh, it's I not would, independent. Dude, okay, there's a reason, and, and Mark, I'm going to get to you in a second, I promise. Mark and Jack on hold. But I, I look – I, I was talking to Ed Daniels about it. The, the, the SEC is coming to ABC. I'm like, they, they're preparing for it. Like, they, they, to me, I would rather watch three games on one station that are SEC games over Notre Dame versus anybody. Because what are now, you doing? What, what I'm doing on a Saturday every single time, I'm always going to my menu. One, and usually every game. That when I'm do you stop on NBC? From, I, I, I always, I always change it to a game that's all right, an SEC opponent going up against anybody. some anybody. <laughs> you know, I mean, again, now that might change if they go Big Ten, but like independent, I, I just you know, Jack. I see you on hold, sir. Let's start it off with Mark. Mark, thank you for calling us here on the Sports Hangover. What you got for us? And the last time, any all right? So I'm I'm a little younger than your dad, sure, but. The last time that Notre Dame was relevant was when Lou Holtz was coaching. Lou Holtz. Okay, I'll agree with you on that. Lou Holtz. And then you had some players yeah. that went to the NFL that had some popular, yeah. you know, um, Ishmael, but, but the Rockets, rights and stuff of that he, nature. He, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, but Lou Holtz was just a coach, man. He was, he was just one of those guys, you know, and, you know, he, he, he elevated everything. But, uh, that was really the last time they were ever relevant. And I remember them playing to, um, LSU here in the Dome, right, in, in the Sugar Bowl game. And then you had them. Uh, I think yeah, I went to that I remember, game. That was horrible. And, and to your line, and, and to the point that Mark um, was saying here, Jordan, I, I remember I was at J.C. Penney's, I think in Lakeside or something, when LSU was playing at Notre Dame. Whenever the heck that was. When was the last time LSU played Notre Dame in <sighs> South Bend? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that I remember, <laughs> like. A group of people together upstairs at Penny's at Lakeside watching the end of LSU Notre Dame. Because, yes, at that time, I, I would argue, Mark, am I wrong? Notre Dame at that time perhaps were is what Bama is today. Like when I see yes. when Bama's on TV and it's a close game, whether it's the Tigers or not, you're like, oh, oh, Anna, Anna. Yeah. Bama, Bama may lose. Anybody got you within – Anybody got within 17 points in Notre Dame, you were concerned. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, song. dude, I, I knew the, the Notre Dame fight song and the Michigan fight song. Like, you know, but I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. To me, the SEC has passed that. And, and absolutely, it just has. Like, again, I, I grew up with it. I, I hear you. And, you know, it's, it's funny that y'all say something. I just scroll through my Twitter feed and, uh, a couple minutes ago, Manti Teo's documentary is going to be released Man, on, there you go. Netflix, on Netflix. <laughs> that, untold, the that's where Notre Dame has gone. Manti Teo and his what? girlfriend. That's where that's Notre yeah, Dame that, now. That's, that's probably that's the, be the last time I, think I really watching kept YouTube up with too. Notre Dame was <laughs> probably the Manti Teo situation. <laughs> and I covered Matt Titeo because I was in the locker room while he was with the Saints. With so the New Orleans Saints, yes. yes. Yeah. And, yeah. and Jordan, Mark, yeah. Jordan asked me, should I ask about his girlfriend? And I looked at him like, Jordan, please don't, don't ask me about his girlfriend. <laughs> well, he has a documentary. I could have been in the documentary. Thanks, Gus. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, look, real quick, I know I know Jack was to get on too, but look. Sure. The, the NIL stuff, I know we, we continue to, to talk about it. I was just, you know, a couple of things that came to mind. I think y'all kind of hit on it a little bit, but. You've got you got a, a kid that's going to make ten, eleven million dollars 
to go play ball for, you know, a college. Mm-hmm. And then he gets, you know, a third round draft grade where he won't make that in the NFL. He's liable to stay, you know, that might make him better. I get it. But, you know, it's going to, it's going to hurt a lot because unfortunately, you know, I've not seen anybody actually use their name, image, or likeness that's gotten an NIL deal. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I don't, I don't see them. I don't see their face on ads, you know, um, or, you know, in some place. Uh, so it would be posted everywhere. Hey, this is my NIL deal. Now I'm, I'm, you know, representing this company. Um, but I wonder what that's going to do for, for schools like Nichols and right. McNeese and Northwestern and, and, you know, South, South Mississippi and Southern yeah. Miss to where you can say, Hey, look, you know, we're relevant. Yeah. We can't give you the deal. Just like you're not going to get the deal there. But if you put in the work, we can give you championships every year. You know, you could, you'll be a relevant player, you know, yeah. in our league as opposed to somebody else. in you know, the sec that's, you know, not getting paid, so to speak. I'm just curious. I, I'm here. with you. I mean, like I said, it's just one of those things that just, um, it's like I said, when I watched, you know, Southern Miss get eliminated by Ole Miss, uh, in, in the super regional and I text my buddies. I'm like, well, it's been real. <laughs> I said, that was it. <laughs> right. I said, I said, that was it. And, and sure enough, cause I, like I said, Corey Glore, voice of the green wave came on a couple months ago and said, he, 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 he hears that, that, that the, the cap on baseball scholarships is, is going away. And if that happens, there isn't an SEC, cause all it takes is one and you know, LSU will. I mean, there, everybody is going to offer 35 scholarships. So good luck. Cause. Yeah, good I luck mean, with that. Tulane's going to have to do it. Nickel's going to have to do it. Southern Miss is going to have to do it. I'm not saying they won't. You know, and especially like I made the argument already. I mean, to me, I'm Southern Miss. I'm billing them as a baseball school, not a football or basketball school. So, Mark, thank you for the Absolutely. phone call, man. Appreciate right, it. Hey, bro. Take care, man. Yep, man. Take care. Jack will come to you right out of the break. It's a sports hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Since 1948, that's 74 years, Hilaria Brothers has been in the commercial fishing and shrimping supply business, stocking large selections of 12-volt electrical and hydraulic single and double drum winches, and hydraulic motors with brakes, beltless clutches, and pumps with brackets. They also carry hydraulic stainless steel skimmer winches, hydraulic valves, and hydraulic steering for up to 65-foot boats. Also a huge assortment of crab traps and crab trap wire, stocking nylon plastic and knotless webbing. You heard about that new webbing, Platina Knotless Dyneema, Alera Brothers also stocks shark tail netting that's reinforced with stainless steel wire. They stock four different sizes of galvanized stabilizers, also stocking a large variety of fiberglass cloth, including resin gel coat and other supplies needed for fiberglassing. Lost an anchor? Alerio Brothers stocks anchors from 5 pounds to 100 pounds. Visit Alerio Brothers before the season begins. That's Alerio Brothers, 894 Avenue A, West Wego, online at AlerioBros.com. Ontario, Douay, Ontario. More than just an insurance company, they're marine insurance specialists. Whether it's fishing boats, cabin cruisers, sailboats, or marine industry, you can trust Terrio Douay Ontario to get you the coverage you need at a price you deserve for your home, your auto, life, fire, and health. They've been taking care of people since 1957. Call Terrio Douay Ontario at 475-5126. Just ask for Lynn Pierce or David O. along Bayou Lafouche in Golden Meadow. El Paso Mexican Grill and Steakhouse Highway 1 in Raceland features fantastic, authentic Mexican food and steaks. They have great lunch specials Monday to Fridays, plus enjoy happy hour from 3 to 7 p.m. with two-for-one margaritas. And on Fridays, it's two-for-one margaritas from open to close, plus live music on Friday evenings. El Paso Mexican Food and Steakhouse on Highway 1 Raceland. excited about a show where we just talk talk sports that's how they talk in the major league now back to the sports hangover with gus kattengal 800-998-1003 welcoming your phone calls and opinions here as well we'll play coming up this hour what nick saban lane kiffin had to say about nil you heard what brian kelly had to say he was asked yesterday if lsu's getting outbid they don't have enough money to compete remember um 
Ryan Day of Ohio State, just a couple weeks ago. Need 13 million in NIL to keep my roster intact or I can't compete. Ohio State. Jack, thanks for giving us a call here today, sir. What do you got? How you doing? Doing well, man. Um, hey, hey, Gus. By the way, uh, I, uh, I, I remember that home run. I believe it's the same home run contest you were talking about. Yeah. They used to put on. Uh-huh. Except the players were even, the players were even before my time. It was like, uh, it was like Rocky Calavito against, yes. uh, against Mickey Mantle. Is that what you were talking about? Stuff like yes, that? Yes, yeah, I was Like black, really old players? Yes, yes, I'm looking it up. Home Run Derby Show. I'm, I know it used to be on. ESPN carried it for a while in the afternoons. Um, let's see what it was when it, back in the day. 1960 game show? There it is. 1960. Two seasons. Two seasons in the 60s is when it was. January 19th. Yeah, it was, July, it was all the big. I'm yeah, sorry. Rocky Calavito. I see that. Season two, episode 25. Calavito. Um, there it goes. This is great. Um, and Jackie Jensen. You had Ernie Banks versus Jensen. Banks versus Gil Hodges. Gil Hodges versus Willie Mays. Harmon Killebrew versus Willie Mays. That must have been a phone. Frank Robinson. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm just I'm looking at him right here. Hey, there was a Gus. Gus Triandos versus Dick Stewart. I don't know how many people watched watched that episode <laughs> from back in the day. I didn't even know there was a Gus Trianzo. Um Hank Aaron. Yeah, they they used to yeah. put they put that on before they had all the all the programming that they had down in the afternoon. Yeah. yeah, no doubt, man. But um um Look, Banks Gus, versus Mickey Mantle. Um, Ooh, that must have been fun to watch. Mickey Mantle versus Willie Mays. Oh, no, some of them were really good, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. We got, we got some about, about uh, Notre Dame. Sure. All right. Um, look, personally, I watch, you know, I look at every time slot and I just pick, pick the game I want to see. Okay. You know, I mean, you know, you got a certain amount of selections and that's how I watch it. I don't, I don't certainly don't look for Notre Dame. Um, Gus, you know, I grew up in the 70s and 80s, and and, and, and and I'm pretty sure the show came on even before that. You know, on Sunday, even before even before they had all of these pregame shows for the NFL and all the stuff that goes on now, there was, there was nothing. But what they did have was an hour dedicated to Notre Dame football. And what they would do is they'd splice up the game from Saturday before, and they'd show you as much as they could in that hour. And the guy who did it was, um, I can't remember his name. I'm pretty sure he's a Hall of Fame announcer. He used to do their games, and he would do the Green Bay Packer games. And, and he was the guy that, that, that was the voice of, of all of that. It was a tremendous advantage for Notre Dame. I mean, when nobody else was on TV, they had this hour every Sunday morning. So... Yeah, no, but, but I, I don't think they have that. I don't think they have that advantage anymore. Agree, you and, know, and that, that's what I'm getting at. It's like you know, I, I just pulled up, um, like Notre Dame greats, you know, and and I remember like Bettis, you know, Tim Brown, the Rocket, you know, when when they were doing it, and that's the point. Like the, some of the best players went there. Now, look, I'm interested to see moving forward because they do it with they did get at what top five class this year right even with their new coach and but again brian kelly left and, and even with brian kelly they played in national championship games or were in a final four and got hammered hammered so i you know again like the names of college football reside at ohio state at alabama at georgia you know, I mean, I, I'm looking at Will Anderson highlights today. What he had, 17 and a half sacks for Alabama, the linebacker. Like, you, you know, more SEC players than I would say Notre Dame. Yeah, I think that's their problem. Yeah. But I mean, I, I think their popularity is still driven by the fact that they're, you know, it's a Catholic school, and that yeah. you know, there's there's big pockets of Catholics like here and Boston and a lot of places, you know. It, so, you know, they, I guess that's why, you know, they can get that big contract with NBC. Hey, hey guys, I got a question for you. I, I, I didn't catch the early part of the show. Um, did you hit on the uh, Leonard Fournette weight problem yet, or, or did, were you waiting have, for that? I have not. No. What, what are you talking about? He has a weight problem? Oh, I, I, I thought you would have heard that. Hmm? Um, supposedly, he weighed in at 260 pounds. Oh! <laughs> what? Hold on. Now yeah. Interested. Hold on. Wait. I have not seen that on anywhere. Let me see. Uh. 
But so what? Like a camp? I mean, they, don't have, they haven't reported yet. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly when, but but oh, it, it was on. It was on either get out or the, or uh, or uh, well, oh. Keyshawn's not on this week, but that's you know, I forget which one they were, they, they were talking about. Him, he's at 260 pounds. I haven't yeah. seen a 260 pound running back since Ironhead retired. Um, it's interesting. Uh, but, salty Buccaneer. <laughs> I, I swear to you, at Salty Buck 91, if you want to go see it, Jack, at Salty Buck 91, uh, responding to this, at Fournette does not weigh no 260 bleeping pounds. <laughs> this was literally yesterday, and it's a photo of Leonard Fournette and him, you know, taking a photo. Um, I don't know. Leonard looks a little thick there. I just, maybe he doesn't look at, I, I will say this. Leonard may carry 260, you know, a lot better than the yeah. 260 than I do. But yeah, um, yikes. Yeah. They, now they're showing a picture of Eddie Lacey at 265 and then if <laughs> Fournette's 260, that's going to be a load. Again, I, I don't know. I don't know, but there's a photo of Leonard. It looks like minicamp. Yeah. If, if that's the minicamp photo. Um, he I'm surprised your buddy from uh, Tampa hasn't. I'm surprised your buddy from Tampa hadn't brought that up. You know, when you have him on, and so maybe it's a bull. Maybe it's not a true story. You know, no, I, there's too many people talking about it right now, dude. Yeah, I mean, like Bucks Wire at USAToday.com, um, Pro Football Talk, New York Post posting it. Now I'm just saying that 22 hours ago, dude. I'm telling you, I, I go to bed at 9:30 now. Buccaneers not happy. Leonard Fournette <laughs> weighed nearly 260 at minicamp. So yeah, so that photo that they're showing in the New York Post, if you go to it at New York Post NYPOST, you can see Leonard and uh, that 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 bottom part of the seven is uh it's poking out a bit on the jersey, um for sure 260. Now look, I mean, he's had six no, weeks since minicamp to, to to drop some weight. The Saints might win the division by default. I mean, I mean, really, if, if he's coming in at two sixty, he clearly doesn't care, you know. And and uh, you know, I, and, then, and then you look at you know their best wide receiver is not going to play until November because I mean I think he's better than um I, I can't remember his name the other guy uh, yeah but but he's not going to play and. Yeah, uh, I don't think you know. You hear some of the you hear some of the people on ESPN talk about <laughs> like it's a done deal to Tampa one already, and yeah. I, I don't oh, know about over. all that. No, it's over so. again. Look, I mean, what well, I mean, they look, look at the best receivers, right? Uh, the top receivers, um, and you know, they they got a Buccaneer. Well, no, I think Godwin's the best receiver, and he's not going to play till you know November, maybe, and, and so. Yeah, although, Bob, although Mike maybe Evans, maybe you didn't hear that Mike Evans, they got him at right. seven. Madden, Madden, top ten receivers. Devontae Adams one with a ninety nine. Cooper Cup ninety eight. Tyreek Hill ninety seven. Hopkins ninety six. He's suspended until, of course, they take on the Saints. Stephon Diggs ninety five. Justin Jefferson ninety three at seven. Mike Evans of the Buccaneers ninety two. Terry McLaurin. 91 for Washington. Keenan Allen at 9 also has a 91. And Amari Cooper, now with the Browns, is the 10th highest ranked receiver in Madden 23 at 91. Terry McLaurin might play his whole career without catching a pass from a professional quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, gosh, yeah. one more one more thing. Um, sure. I don't know. Maybe you didn't see this either. Um, the um, uh, Gronkowski's girlfriend says that she doesn't think he's finished. He'll probably come back. Uh-oh. I don't know who he's dating, but that was a story on Get Up this morning. So. <laughs> Boy, get, get Up get up sounds like a T, TMZ sports right now, huh? Who's, uh, who's heavy and uh, and whatnot. So, no, thank, thanks for that, Jack. I didn't see it, but, yeah, there's too many people reporting that he was 260 at minicamp six weeks ago, five weeks ago, right? Because it'll be six weeks tomorrow for everybody, so. I guess you can drop a few pounds, you know. I mean, what what did he play at? Two twenty five. What did he play at last year? That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, he was about two twenty. But my gosh, it's hard to believe that, you know. No, but I mean, it's hard to believe that. I mean, you you would think Brady would have put a foot in his butt for doing that, you know, for 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 showing up at minicamp at two sixty. But you know, 
Yeah, like I said, I, I'll be. I, I know you probably asked your buddy on Friday, and uh, yeah. I can't wait to hear the, hear the answer to that. Leo, question. I'll get him on it. I'll text him here during the break. I'm like, go find out if he's two sixty or not. You'll find out. He'll make a call. All right. Thank you, guys. Yeah, man. Have a good afternoon. For sure. You too, bud. Let's see. Let me scroll over here. Leonard Fournette. Whew. He is listed. This is on their roster page, Buccaneers.com. No, no, I'm not going to give you my location. Here we go. Buccaneers.com. Leonard Fournette is listed at 228. 228. So, if he's at 260, my man's put on 32 happy pounds in the offseason. <laughs> that could happen quickly now. I mean, you're living the good life. You know, I mean, I, just saying, 32 happy pounds. Let's see, let's divide 32 by 6 here. Ah, that's doable. That's 5 pounds a week. If he dropped 5 pounds a week, pro athlete, I think you'll be, I'm not saying going to be 228 by the time training camp starts next week. But I, I wouldn't be too fear. I mean, if you're a Saints fan, I hope it's 265 when he reports to camp next week. I just, man, 260. I can tell you I moved differently when I was 209 when I said, okay, it's time, it's time. And I didn't think I was fat, but I mean, I, I'm now at 189. I can, I can feel a lot different. I can promise you. That is for sure. Sport Takeover continues next. Let's hear from Nicholas Saban, coach of your Alabama Crimson Tide. Pick the, win the SEC again, shockingly. What he had to say about NIL. What? The lane train. Did you see his socks yesterday? It said all aboard. I, I like Lane Kiffin. I really do. Sport Takeover continues next on ESPN New Orleans. As a leader in the oil and gas industry, Joe Septic Contractors caters to oil field clients offering vacuum truck service for offshore tanks, vessels, or treatment plants containing sewage or gray water. Their rental department offers state-of-the-art offshore portable toilets, also holding tank rentals and portable hand-washing stations. Call Joe Septic Contractors 24-7-985-632-5592 in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, and Reserve, or visit their website at joeseptic at viscom.net. Terrebonne General Health System, where medical science meets the art of caring, is committed to providing the latest advances in medical technology with a gentle caring touch. This is evident in our high-tech, high-touch approach to healthcare. As a trusted healthcare resource, we deliver both life-saving, compassionate inpatient services and life-changing preventive care, while also providing wellness needs and outreach throughout the Bayou region. To learn about how Terrebonne General is providing innovative healthcare solutions, visit tghealthsystem.com. You have a pest control problem? Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bed bugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. It's not easy being the one everyone counts on to keep the facility running, no matter the weather or supply chain hiccup. But we get you, Raymond in Buffalo and Maria in Miami, Jules in Minneapolis, and Stan in central Indiana, taking control of everything that's under your control. At Granger, we're here for you with experienced branch staff at over 250 locations so you get the product you're looking for. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Got a hot take? Everybody listen up. Let's hear it. Call us at 800-998-1003. Answer that phone. Or tweet us at ESPN Radio NOLA. Now, back to the sports hangover with Gus Kattengill. 800-998-1003. like to hear from you. Honestly, give us a perspective here. I, I, I'm not trying to be ugly or down one school. Or I'm just surprised. Notre Dame says, I need $75 million to stay with my broadcast partner to be relevant. And NBC says, sure, but we need some shoulder programming. In other words, they would like a contest of a Power 5 schools, a pair of f- Power 5 schools, before or after Notre Dame to, quote, per the report, to meet uh, Notre Dame's valuation. I, I don't understand them still saying they need to be independent. They can be independent. Again, I just... 
I, this is, I'm just me speaking. I cannot tell you the last time I put on a Notre Dame game from start to finish. I legitimately can't think of one. Like, I, I might have tuned in after a game or watching LSU or some other game, maybe when they took on USC, and if it's in LA because it's later, and it happens to be the game that's on at night. I'm just legitimately, I don't even know if I did it during like when Brian Kelly and them were in the, in the natty once and what the, they were in the final four a couple times and they got hammered. Like how many people stayed and watched that entire game? I, I just, I don't know anyone, especially probably a younger Football watchers, like, that's why I asked Jordan. Like, my dad grew up that, and again, I remember as a kid, the Rocket, Ishmael, and, you know, even when Battis played there and stuff. I mean, I, I remember them. They had, like, name players. They were the program and all of that. But, I mean, again, not being ugly, name, name their last starting quarterback. That was starting the NFL. You know? So, I, I just, I didn't even watch the whole game when Drew did it last year, just to see how he would do with Tariko. I, I literally, I just, oh, there, it's Notre Dame. I, I just, I'm just wondering, because I, I feel like the growth, uh, the growths of the Big Ten or the SEC moving forward Everyone says it's dependent on Notre Dame. I'm just wondering, real life, not not donorship, not, you know, perceived fan base. I'm talking, like, for real. How many Notre Dame fans do you know listening? They may still be. I'm not saying they're not. I just, I'm just trying to think. I, I think they were more of a national brand 10, 20, 30 years ago than they are today. That's all I'm saying. 800-998-1003. Buddy will take your phone calls over in the LaRose studios. Here's what uh, Nick Saban had to say earlier today. Uh, opening statement as the Tide uh, made themselves available. And coach on NIL is what he had to say, and we'll go to your phone calls. Yeah, well, I don't dislike name, image, and likeness. I'm all for the players. I want players to do well. Uh, our players did extremely well last year. They made over three million dollars in name, image, and likeness. So, uh, I'm all I'm all for the players, you know, being able to um, do as well as they can and use their name, image, and likeness to create value uh, for themselves. And um, you know, we have a great brand at Alabama, uh, so players are certainly their value there is going to be enhanced because of the value that our brand can help them create. Um, but, you know, the thing that I have, um, you know, sort of expressed, um, not concerns about, but um, there's got to be some uniformity and protocol of how name, image, and likeness is implemented. Uh, and I think there's probably a couple factors that are important in that. Uh, how does this impact um, competitive balance, you know, in college athletics? Um, and is there transparency to maintain fairness uh, across the board in terms of college athletics? And how do we protect the players? Because there's more and more people that are trying to get between, you know, the player and the money. Um, and in the NFL, they have guidelines for agents because the NFL Players Association sort of has rules and regulations about how they um, – you know, should, um, you know, professionally, you know, help the players. Uh, so that's, you know, something that, you know, we really want to make sure that our players are not being misguided in any way. And um, the biggest concern is, you know, how does this impact and affect recruiting? Uh, because on the recruiting trail right now, there's a lot of people using this as, um, inducements to go to their school by making promises as 
to whether they may or may not be able to keep uh, in terms of, um, you know, what players are doing. And I, I think that, um, you know, that is what can create um, a competitive balance issue uh, between the haves and the have-nots. Uh, and we're one of the haves. So, you know, don't, don't think that what I'm saying is a concern that we have in Alabama because um, – we're, we're one of the halves, but everybody in college football cannot uh, do these things relative to uh, how they raise money in a collective or whatever and how they distribute money to players. Um, so um, those are the concerns that I have in terms of, you know, how do we place guidelines uh, around this uh, so that uh, we, we can maintain a competitive balance. There, there's no competitive sport anywhere that doesn't have guidelines on um, how they maintain some kind of competitive balance. And um, I think that's important to college football. I think it's important to fans. Uh, that's why they have rules in the NFL where you have a salary cap. Um, you have um, a difficult schedule if you have a successful season. You draft later. Uh, if you have a successful season, you draft early. If you have... Um, um, an unsuccessful season, and all these things are created so that there is competitive balance, uh, which is great for the game and it's great for fans. So um, name, image, and likeness is not an issue for us at Alabama, um, and our players, I think, did better than anybody in the country last year. I like what he said, um, and I understand what he says, and a lot of this thing, and again, that's – as we bring in Shane into the conversation, um, and it's just going to create a bigger chasm. You go to the mega conferences and all that. It's just going to—you might as well just almost have a championship all in of its own because it's just—it's um, going to be tough to compete, right? Shane, what you got for us today, bud? Goose, how y'all doing today? Doing well, man. You want to know what the best thing about uh, Notre Dame is? What's that? That Rudy and Samwise Gamgee are the same person. That's the best thing I could say about Notre Dame. Sam. I don't know if you know who Sam Wise Gamgee is, but yeah, yeah, they're the they same do. person. And that's the most positive Lord, thing I could say. Lord of the Rings, Notre man. Dame. Well, you know, you see, it's funny. You say that. I, I think of I, I think of Mikey from Goonies. Oh, I forgot about. Yeah, it's I Mikey, forgot bro. about. Yeah, I see, to me, he's Mikey. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> the, and I'm like, Jordan. Yeah. That's the last time I saw. A Notre Dame game was when Rudy got that big sack at the end of the game <laughs> that, that saved the season. You remember that big sack? That was a big sack. What a special moment for that young man. Undra- you know, uh, a walk on. You know, no chip, no recruiting. Nobody had him on his service. He watched recruiting. You know, National Letter of Intent Day, probably from the laundry mat. You know, or, or just at home listening to it yeah. on the radio and to come on out. And perform like he did is uh, is really incredible um, for that. So yeah, yeah I, and that, that, the guys supporting him because they were they were killing for Rudy. And they were trying to tell him, Rudy, stay down, stay down. And Rudy just wasn't. Rudy was a spider man. You, you know, uh, to this day, that um, that locker room scene. You know, it, it's it's why the Saints are the way they are. I, I think maybe Jose Alvarado maybe gave that speech. You know, hey, do you all remember Rudy when you would lay down your jersey and you wouldn't play, Coach? Rudy can have my Rudy jersey. Rudy was so impactful. <laughs> Rudy was impactful to a lot of lives. I, I got through college because of Rudy. Hey, um, that that music, right? Used, I mean, it really use, was, yeah, you dude. The funniest thing was a couple of Super Bowls ago. I think it was on a Dan Patrick show, right? Like, I didn't realize that Joe Montana, A, was on that team. And B. Oh, Rudy City? Oh, dude. Go go Google for me. I'm going to see if I can look it up. Uh, I'm going to see if I can look it up. Um, The interview. Joe Montana laid waste to Rudy, basically calling him a liar. Oh, oh no, dude! I had no not idea. Rudy. There is dislike. There is, there's not, whatever. But the, oh, there's, there's something else there. I, I don't know if Rudy took Joe's girl or what. I mean, I, I don't know what. Happened. I mean, dude, Rudy like, ser- no, dude, he he came out uh, against him. 
I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know how you can go against Rudy. I'm, I'm biased, I guess. Because I love Lord of the Rings. I can't go against Rudy in any way. Yep. Rudy, I love that. Shane bringing yeah, perspective. No, but in all reality, Shane, in all reality, um, like, did you, when's the last time you watched a, a, a Notre Dame football game from start to finish? What? <laughs> when Notre Dame beat him to death, it finished kind of fast, but I watched that game till till I mean till Alabama finished them off like halfway through the second quarter. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that counts. And that was that was that was got bloody kind of early. So, but that was the last time I watched one. I mean, I I, I clicked through the channels and mm-hmm. and maybe would stop on it for a second, right. but not like yeah, I'm not I, I'm not gonna sit on it. I just can't take the the plain uniforms with the gold helmets and nothing on the, I don't know, that, that kind of, that's kind of a turn-off for me, the uniform. I, I think part of my reason, I wouldn't even say that, because, I, I, look, I do think it's iconic, right, and it is a unique thing, and, and I think it's just more of, I want to watch out. I, I think it's everyone, here is them, you know, it's, it's like the Cowboys, right? Oh, they're, they're every year. Notre Dame's gonna be on my, and, and we all sit there and be like, they don't play anybody, right? And it's like, you sit there and be like, no. and, and that's the thing. It's that th- their schedule that they get to make and, and do that. They, they have like a game or two. And then I got to listen to everybody on national broadcast tell me that the Notre Dame Irish are, they got, and I'm sitting there watching their games going, no, they don't. They, they're they not anywhere near the, the fifth, sixth best team in the SEC. They're just not. And and, and I think that's the thing, Shane, that if they played a schedule, and I wouldn't even, and I'm not putting the Big Ten with the SEC right now. Y'all can tell me that I'm wrong. I just, I mean, when you got to play, you know, I mean, the real housewives, well, essentially, the head coaches on the West, I just, dude, I, it's a lot, you know? I mean, who you got in the Big Ten other than Ohio State? Michigan, but Ohio State, and then it's the drop-off is, is everybody else plays well, and then when they play Ohio State or or, or somebody in the SEC, mm-hmm. they get they get stomped. Mm-hmm. Because did you see the Panthers new helmet? The who? The Panthers, Carolina Panthers. Got new the, yeah, they they helmet. they're going they're blacking out, huh? Black black jerseys, black helmets, the alternative helmet. Yeah, yeah, I like I like the helmets. That's one thing I like about them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like the helmets. I yeah, like I get, black. black well, well, I mean, remember though. I mean, now that Baker Mayfield's on there, I mean, they are a playoff team. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> eleven and eleven and eleven and six. Yeah, we're in trouble. Look again. I don't even know why the Saints are going to training camp next week. Tampa Bay's already won the division. Carolina will be a right. playoff team. You know, the Cowboys won't the lose Cowboys a game. Somehow Roy's yeah. going to get, you know, Roy's going to collect wins in the NFC as well. I mean, maybe they'll, maybe they'll give the Dolphins an NFC title by, by the way Roy talks yeah, about Roy, the Dolphins. Yeah, Roy D. Roy D is his name for me. Roy Delusional. Roy D. Roy D. Okay, I like that. D for Delusional. D for Delusional. <laughs> I'm surprised. We, uh, we're we an hour 48 minutes in the show and we have not gotten a Miami Dolphins super oh, fan. It's coming, huh? He's coming. Okay. Oh, yeah, he's coming. I was surprised that he wouldn't give me, you know, something on the fact that, you know, Tyreek Hill isn't rated higher in the, in the bad yeah, rating. he might be at work yeah. or something. He might be at work. <laughs> he might be at work. I hear you. Thank you, bud. Appreciate the phone call. All right, dude. Yep, there he goes. 800-998-1003. If you'd like to chime in, Sportango on ESPN New Orleans. <laughs> Today's Medical Minute is provided to you by Thibodeau Regional Medical Center. Hello, I'm Billy Nakian, the Director of the Spine Center of Excellence at Thibodeau Regional. Have you had a recent neck or back injury, or have you been suffering with recurrent neck and back pain? Have you been searching for relief? Thibodeau Regional has developed a unique approach to treating neck and back disorders. The Spine Center of Excellence provides a comprehensive, patient-centered approach to ensure that you receive the right care at the right time from the right provider. The Spine Center is different because it offers centralized access to multiple specialties and services. Patients and their referring physicians are led by a nurse navigator through a process of assessment and treatment individually tailored to the patient's unique condition. 
In addition to total care coordination, the Spine Center's comprehensive services include everything from high-tech diagnostic imaging to physical therapy, surgery, alternative medicines, and chronic pain services. If you're experiencing back or neck pain, call today, 985-493-4501. The Spine Center of Excellence of Thibodeau Regional will put you on the path back to your normal routine. This Medical Minute was sponsored by Thibodeau Regional Medical Center, nationally recognized for providing the highest level of quality care and patient satisfaction. Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa has got your summer deals. Plus, we're ready to deal on every vehicle in stock or online too at GregLeBlancToyota.com. Remember, we have the all-new Toyota Tundra, totally redesigned and ready for your summer plans. The kids are out of school, and you've got vacation plans. It's the perfect time for something new, and we want your trade, and we're paying top dollar. Greg's got the deal. South Hollywood Road in Homa. Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa has got your summer deals. Where opportunities are created, not waited on. That's the Danos difference. I've been here for 23 years. The opportunity for advancement within Danos was pretty evident early on in my career. They give you a lot of tools and training in order to learn the oil field industry. It has been an excellent ride for me. Join the team that does it different at danos.com. That's D-A-N-O-S.com. Talk, talk sports, real sports. Give us a hot spoonful of your opinion. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 800-998-1003 is the way to chime in to the conversation. Gus Kattengau, Jordan the Graduate, joining us again one final time this hour. Um, Sir, how are you again? I'm doing well. Doing well, doing well. I love that. Uh, Shane said, not since Rudy had that amazing sign. <laughs> Notre Dame has been relevant. Um, again, I'm just, I'm just bringing up the, the fact that the story is just interesting that apparently NBC is willing to say, fine, I'll give you the 75 mil, but we're going to have to have shoulder programming. Like I got to find other games that people want to watch a lot more to that or not. Um, let, let's test that theory a bit here, Jordan. Would, would you sit down and watch? You know what? Let me let me do this the right way. The the either or situation. Either okay, or. I'm going to go either or here. Um, would you watch? I don't know Georgia, Kentucky, or Notre Dame. Well, who's Notre Dame playing? Anybody. I mean, I mean that's. A, I mean, if they're playing somebody, I mean, I, I, I think that other opponent kind of matters. Am I? Am I? Am I wrong? All right. I mean, here, here we go. Uh, here we go. Um, okay, I'll give you this. I think you will watch their first game of the year. They take on Ohio State. Yeah. Okay, I'll watch that. Yes. Okay. So you'll watch that. Maybe for my own betting. Um, <laughs> my own betting. Stop. Is that is that the only reason you're watching? Probably. Okay. All right. So they do take on Ohio State. All right. I mean, I'm watching. I'll watch that. I'll watch that. Right now, Ohio State's a 14 and a half point favorite at the Horseshoe. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely watching that one though over okay. Kentucky and Georgia. Uh, okay. Um, Marshall is game two. Yeah. No. Next. Next. You're not watching that on it. By the way, no. the Ohio State game is on ABC. Okay. Okay. Just just letting you know that it's not on NBC. NBC's season kickoff for your Notre Dame Fighting Irish is Marshall. Yeah. Yeah. Next. The following week on NBC, watch Notre Dame football take on Cal. I might be one of those weeks where it's like, uh. Yeah, I mean, because you know, again, really... yeah, you know how the first three weeks are for most SEC teams. It's directional yeah, schools. Okay, yeah. all right. So I um, might be, I might switch and be like, all right, I'll check it out for a, you know, a, a drive or two, and then change it. At North Carolina is week four. Then um, join us on NBC Saturday night six thirty against BYU. Uh, no. Okay. Stanford. And my it catches my attention a little bit more. UNLV. No. At Syracuse. Another one that, you know, kind of 
if I'm ah, we're in October my, 29th now. If we're I'm October 29th. My guide <laughs> and I see it. I'm, I might put it off for a player. <laughs> okay, too. all right. Now November 5th, Clemson at Notre Dame 6:30. Yeah, I'm watching. I'm watching. You watching that one? All right, I'm watching. Uh, Notre Dame Navy. Uh, no. Okay. Notre Dame Boston College. No. Notre Dame at USC Saturday November twenty sixth. Potentially, okay. I think that's yeah. one where I might watch a half. All okay. right, so I agree with you. Okay, Ohio State USC, I'll watch. And I'm not watching the full game. I maybe can tell you Clemson. That right now. Well, that's what I'm asking. I mean, when but that's they... Clemson, Clemson, and Ohio State are the only two that you said that I'm going to be sitting down. And I'll probably watch the entire game. All right. Just, you know, Depending on who else is playing during that time, though, like we like we keep saying. <laughs> Depending on who's playing, huh? All right, let's see. Uh, well, I will say this: Notre Dame, Ohio State will have substantially better ratings than the Alabama Crimson Tide season opener. Utah State. I don't know, Gus. Oh, know. stop it! Utah State's a force to be reckoned with. They're coming in hot. Nothing to lose to start off the season. <laughs> Nothing to lose to start the season off. I like that. Um, week two. Ooh, Bama at Texas. Ooh, I mean horns. I mean horns down though. Right? Oh, you can't horns down it anymore. Why? Because Arch Arch Manning committed to well, to the school. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, uh, you know, uh, poor UL. I'm mean, not poor. Uh, UL Monroe with a check game week three. Uh, definitely gonna be tuning in. I always got you. Always got to support the the law. Uh, is that what it is? States, you're, states you're really going to watch at three o'clock on the SEC Network. I'm definitely gonna you, keep okay. track of how UL Monroe's doing. Okay, uh, I the, the following that. week, Vandy. Comes to Tuscaloosa. Then in October, yeah. the Todd are at Arkansas. Then host A&M Saturday, October 8th. That's I, that was going to be a good one. At Tennessee, host Mississippi State at LSU Saturday, November 5th. Brian Kelly's first shot at Nicholas Saban in an SEC game. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be in, I'm probably going to be in Baton Rouge. <laughs> oh, you are. You are. You're, you're, Saturday? You, you've uh, already yeah. gotten tickets to that one, huh? You're, you're, I don't have tickets. I just need to be outside of the state. <laughs> oh, that that's day. right. I see what you're saying. You're right. No, you're right. You could just, yeah, you, you'll be outside. You'll be outside. So that's November 5th, right? That's Notre Dame Clemson, same time, or Notre Dame, <laughs> Notre Dame in Alabama. I mean, LSU Alabama. Wait, oh, well then, obviously then just mark off there's only one game that I'm going to be watching <laughs> this year of Notre Dame. Because <laughs> the I'm season probably- opener. No, I watched the season opener again. It's it's clearly like one of the better games. Notre Dame, Ohio State, especially at the time at six thirty. I mean, that's essentially all right. Carver's done for the day. I mean, you know, yeah, that's... who around the country is going to be watching Notre Dame and? Um, see, I already forgot the, the name of the school. Which USC, one? you said was it Notre Dame USC. The final game of the year? No, the one with the one that's playing at the same time as LSU Alabama, Clemson. Oh, okay, yeah. Sorry, you see that? That's how quickly I forgot because no one's going to care if LSU and Alabama's playing, and especially if both teams are playing out of their minds this season. Forgot already. Forgot already. Yeah, I'm looking. Let's see, September third, right? I think it may be the highest watched Notre Dame game of the season. I'm trying to see who they're up against here. Scrolling. Here we go. Saturday, September third. Ooh, Liberty Southern Miss. Liberty Southern Miss. Ooh. <laughs> well, that's at well, 6, lost, lost that's at 6 p.m. Yeah. too. That's at 6 p.m. too. UMass Tulane at 6 p.m. Um, They picked a good day. No uh, I, disrespect. I'm scrolling. I, mean, I don't see a Oregon, Georgia. That's at 2.30. That's before. And, and, and you said NBC doesn't have that game. No, it's ABC. You're right. NBC doesn't have it. <laughs> awesome. And, and who, who, again, who, who again does Notre Dame want the money from? NBC. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, dude, it's – I would say, yeah, I mean, Utah, Florida, 6 o'clock. But, yeah, I mean, I think without question the season opener, Notre Dame-Ohio State will be the highest-rated game that day. That's for sure. And right now – at 
the horseshoe. Ohio State's a 14.5 point favorite. Jordan, thank you as always, sir. We'll chat with you tomorrow. Absolutely. Have a great rest of the show. Be listening. For sure. Quick break. Hour three next on ESPN New Orleans. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafouche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse. 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. This is an important notice to all U.S. taxpayers. The IRS is giving away billions of dollars in tax savings through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative to aid delinquent taxpayers. This initiative was established for anyone facing financial hardship and unable to pay their back taxes. Qualifying and enrolling in this program will stop all collections, settle your delinquent tax problem, and even reduce what you owe by thousands of dollars. Call the hotline at People's Tax Relief to see if you qualify and get this free information by dialing 800-363-3407. If you have unfiled tax returns or cannot afford to pay your personal or business back taxes, you can now get the help you need. One simple phone call can resolve your tax problem and save you thousands of dollars. To see if you qualify and to get this important free information, call 800-363-3407. 800-363-3407. 800-363-3407. The training has helped my career so much because it's a platform of skills that I never had before. The training program has, has helped me to go from a... Uh, it's a regular job to a career because when I first came here, I didn't know anything about this line of work. Without doing this training, we wouldn't be able to work for the companies that we work for. Learn more at laworks.net slash IWTP. This message sponsored by the Louisiana Workforce Commission. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM. KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the Rangers. It's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, settle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hour number three. Off and running. Want to hear from you. A couple of different topics that we can get into here in our number three. Sean Fox from Sports Talk 97.7 up in Funroe, Louisiana will join us as we will talk a little bit about a couple of different things going on. Um, Major League Baseball All-Star Games tonight, 7 o'clock over on Fox. Homer Derby was last night. Juan Soto winning that contest. What if you watched or not, huh? Um, Nick Saban spoke a little bit earlier today in terms of all the different things that Alabama had to do in SEC media days. Yesterday, Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss spoke. It was after LSU. I played what Nick Saban had to say on NIL. Here's what Lane Kiffin had to say on NIL. Well, the first question is the keys to NIL and how do you do well at that? You have really good boosters. That's how you do well at it. So um, I'll say what other people don't say, as you know. So it's like a payroll, you know, in baseball. What teams win over a long period of time? Teams that have high payrolls and can pay players a lot. So um, we're in a situation not any different than that, which is what I'm not saying I didn't. I'm sure other people said it. I said it day one. You legalize cheating, and so get ready for the people that have the most money to get the best players. And now you have it. So it is what it is. And as far as a general manager to manage that, we aren't allowed in the current system to manage what they make. So um, so there isn't well, – we're not there yet. And I don't know that we ever will be. That's just what I said it should be because that's what any other, you know, professional sports, which is what we are now, does. It's interesting, huh, hearing a college head coach say we, we are professional sports. I mean, is he wrong? It is. I mean, it legitimately is. Right. And so when you look at how teams are 
going to be constructed, the different conferences, and Nick Saban was asked about those conferences here as well today. And the mega conference. Remember, we played Kirk Herbstreit thinking he thinks three mega conferences will happen, the 12, the 10. Though I saw the report last night that the Pac-12 and Big 12 have broken off talks of joining up to make a mega conference. But here's what uh, Nick had to say. I think that, you know, mega conferences may be something that, you know, we all have to deal with in the future. Uh, I think, you know, probably, you know, money probably drives a lot of this. I can't blame people for that. Uh, it's sort of above my pay grade, though, to know, you know, what we should do as a league in the SEC or what any other league should do. But uh, I think as we progress forward, the, the mega conference, you know, will create, you know, a little more of a cast system maybe in college football. And I think everybody's got to decide if that's the direction we really want to go or not.